Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Welcome to Jobber Talk. This is a special episode featuring Alexis Lee of SPW as well as David Godkiller Rabena and Maverick the Machine Knight. So the first part of this episode, we got to talk to SPW's own Alexis Lee, who will be a special guest for World Underground Wrestling PH's Dojo Storm, a test show that's happening hopefully today. Because I don't know when this episode is going to drop, but we're hoping to have it drop on October 5 as well. So if you're listening, the show, the test show, which is an invite only, is happening today, October 5th, 2019. The event is invite only because Brawl Pit is a bit small-ish. So you can't fit a lot of people there. That's why it's still invite. So hopefully we do get to find out what the matches were. But we have... My friend, the dear mayor of Yangstown, who'll be taking my place tonight to watch the said show, and we'll try to get him on a future Jobber Talk episode. But right now, time for us to listen to the first part of our episode featuring Alexis Lee from Singapore Pro Wrestling. You may remember her in the local scene here in the Philippines as part of the SPW contingent who joined the HistoryCon 2016 exhibition of Manila Wrestling Federation, and she also took on Crystal just a few months back at Revolution X 2019. You may also know her from SPW as well as other federations here at the Southeast Asia where she tours and she was one of the three people from Team Singapore to be part of the WWE tryouts in China which included Andrew Tang and Trexus. And afterwards we will have David Ravenna and the machine talking about WUWPH, World Underground Wrestling, and the status of Art of War Wrestling. And now, here's the first part with Alexis Lee. And afterwards, you'll get to hear David Ravenna and the Machine. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin, and today we have a special guest. Her name is the Lion City hit girl. She's Alexis Lee. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Woo. No, thank you for getting us this time because apparently I heard you're waiting for a friend right now. I hate waiting. I seriously, seriously hate waiting. I'm going to dumb down my mind just because I hate waiting. I'm so impatient. (laughs) I'm so impatient, I swear to God. So right now, this is the (gasps) right time to, you know, Wait for said friend and get to know Miss Alexis Lee. So, what was the very first time you saw pro wrestling when you were growing up? I actually didn't really grow up watching pro wrestling. I only got started in high school when I was going through like this period of being bullied. So, that was like my way of venting out the anger. So, what's the first pro wrestler you saw? Uh, Is it WWF? WCW? Yeah, like WWF. Like I was watching the old school shit even though it's like in the 2000s. So yeah, that's a really old school shit, right? Like uh, The Rock, Austin, uh, oh, like Triple DX, H, Triple Real, Matt Hardy, love oh. all these guys. V1, V1, V1 Matt Hardy. V1, not not the current delete one. It's the V1. It's the OG. But I really like Matt Hardy a lot. Like uh, yeah, like everyone's always falling in love with Jeff Hardy, but I'm like Matt and his storylines like with Lita, with H, with Kane, all that. 
so much love for that guy. So we go from watching wrestling to actually training. Uh, when was the first contact you have with uh, Singapore Pro Wrestling? So I found out about SPW back in when I was 17. So that's like seven years ago. And SPW was established seven years ago. So during my first year of Polytechnic, like someone I knew just told, uh, came up to me and told me about the whole SPW is having this like inaugural open house show in a sense. So it's kind of like their way of marketing to kind of get people to know that there's a pro wrestling scene right now. And I went for it. I watched it. After that, I talked to Andrew. And shortly after, I did this open class trial thing with them. And actually, Traxxas was also part of it. So Traxxas and I, we pretty much started at the same time. And Andrew, our head coach, has basically seen us grow for like the past six years. So that's awesome, man. So what was your feeling like when you finally had your first match after training? Was it very nervous, nerve-wracking for you? Yeah, so nervous. I was like backstage, you're like... Because you know like how some of us, we don't really eat? As in for me, I don't really eat in the past, like on the day of my matches, to like look as good as I can. Like the apps, the morning apps that comes out. <laughs> yeah, that shit. So I was like, I need to like look good. So I was like really not eating. It's more like drinking liquids, having eating bananas, that's it. And like, we're all freaking nervous because it's our first ever show for SPW. And we had like media attention. So we had like the, the newspaper, we had like, I think we, had, I'm not sure if we had TV crew, but we had several newspaper uh, outlets there. So it's like, it's a big thing for us. And we like, we want to make sure that we put out the best thing because it's also the first time people are going to see us. And yeah, I was the first and only girl in that show. And I was involved in a fatal four-way match with Dr. Gore, Tiberian, and JD, the dark nurse. Dr. Gore. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped by here, like, I think last year, and then Tiberian was with you guys, like, three uh, years ago. Yeah, History Con. So, yeah, it was freaking amazing, man. Like, we did, like, crazy shit. I was involved in the match a little here and there, but, like, letting the guys really, like, do all their stuff. And I still won. Oh. I won the match. My first match, my debut match, I won. And I pinned Tiberian's ass. Oh man! Yes. Debut match and first win—that's yeah. that's big. It was massive, man. And, and then our ring announcer decided to put me on the spot and give me the goddamn microphone. I mean, like after the match, you're like, "Well, like, cool, we're going backstage now." And then it's like, "No, no, no, we need you to stay here for a bit and like talk to you real quick in front of the audience." And I'm like, "What now, dude? Like, what the f you doing, man? Like, Jesus Christ, no!" So yeah, that was awesome for the first match appeared on several newspaper outlets and stuff so that was awesome I remember speaking of newspaper and media outlets yeah. like a few years later after the debut match there was a documentary done by I think Discovery Channel or oh, History like Channel a short documentary like video thing with Discovery yeah they, they filmed it when we had the WWE Scouts come over for the first time so it was like really cool because like we don't really have much experience like having like a TV crew like following us around like so much filming because like with newspaper it's just like photos short interview done but like to appear on such a big kind of like platform and it, and then to have like one of the biggest opportunities ever like WWE scouting it's like it's unreal man so that was fun how was the pressure there at that match at that show where the WWE were scouting SPW at Singapore and do you still remember who you were facing that night I was facing this Russian chick from IWF, Bonnie. I think she goes by a different name now. That match was interesting. And like to actually perform in front of a crowd, like 
this was the day before Chinese New Year and like usually we don't miss that day because it's like reunion dinner with family so it's like my family is not pleased at all with that decision but it's like for a great opportunity like that and we when we did our match in front of the scouts it was also nerve wracking because like you know they're with the biggest camera like for TV kind of camera like they're just right up there in the first row and they're like Trying to kind of push out of your mind that there's a biggest camera there and like you're trying to work the crowd too. Like show them what you are capable of. So that's like a lot of pressure going in. But at the same time, it's like you just have to tune everything out at the same time and do what you do best in the ring. So that was interesting. So that was like in 2016? I think so. I don't remember. Okay. God, I don't remember when does all this stuff happen. So. My brain's like everywhere. It's all scattered. It's like scrambled eggs. Yeah. It's all scrambled up there. <laughs> so, speaking of 2016 though, that was the first time we saw you here in Philippine shores uh, yeah. together with Tiberian, um, Dragon, and uh, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, my throat. <laughs> so yes, how was your first experience in the Philippines? And this was with MWF SPW at HistoryCon. Yeah. That was fun. It was actually my debut for international. Oh, here? Yeah. Here? Yeah. So I was supposed to do Hong Kong earlier that year, but that didn't pan out because we had to get a visa like last minute. So that didn't pan out, but then we had like HistoryCon and that was really fun. And it was a, it was interesting experience. Like we got to work in a boxing ring. It hurts so much. <laughs> and the ropes were so loose. Oh my God. But it was, it was real interesting to kind of like adapt and like get used to the size and everything because SPW ring is way smaller compared to the boxing ring so like anything memorable in your first um, Philippines experience oh, I remember Andrew drop kicked my back when I did a crossbody on Dragon it was a tag match between the SPW guys all of us so like I did a crossbody on Kenneth and he caught me and then Andrew was like we gotta take him down so he did a drop kick on my back oh. and then, boom and, and like it was not the, the drop kick that hurt me more. It was like the falling part. I was like, Ach! I remember, I think I have a bruise on my knee then after that. But it was fun because like, it was like the first time we're all like hanging out, like so many of us, like four of us, like actually like being overseas at the same time and like doing this international thing. So that was, that was real fun. Speaking of Philippines, we'd see you back again, like I think just. Like a few months ago, yeah, April for Revolution X against yeah. Crystal. Yeah. So how did you meet with Crystal? I know there were some shows either at Singapore or other SPW, countries. SPW. Oh, SPW. So yeah. how was it like meeting her and other local talent ab ab abroad? So the first time I actually met Crystal, like finally, was when we were doing the Queen of Asia kind of like six women like emulation match so that was like it was fun because I got to meet up with so many people I got to meet back up with Poppy from Malaysia I got to meet back up with Gypsy from Thailand I had uh, one of this girl I'm not sure she's still with us uh, Jane and then we have uh, Crystal and then me so it's like five of us girls and then Casey came in and stole the title that's another upset but that's for another story <laughs> but, but it was real great because like I saw Crystal from like the WWE video about like scouting Southeast Asia, so that's kind of like how I knew her then. Then like for us to all work in the ring, it was great because 
you know, the women in Southeast Asia, there isn't a lot of us in pro wrestling. And for us to all, like, foster this bond and be, like, together, it's a rare and great experience, in my opinion. So, that was fun. Working together, like, getting to know each other better. Knowing that Gypsy doesn't eat raw meat, which sucks, because she ordered her steak well done. <laughs> I still hate you for it, Gypsy. Yeah, Gypsy was actually here, like, a few months ago with Riho, who I think... She had well done steak! <laughs> While well, not on talking terms. Oh. That poor cow didn't deserve to die to become a well-done steak. So yes, uh, speaking of Riho, how was it like to face her and tag with her in the past? Oh, yeah. She's currently the AEW Women's Champion, like and just a few days she's ago. She's still the Queen of Asia yes, Champion. Still. I'm still gunning for that title. That's like my birthright. Like, I'm the one and only true Queen of Asia. Like, Riho, you better come back to Singapore. Like, seriously? I need that title back. Not that it was ever mine, but like I need that title back yeah. on me. Like with me, everything. So that said, are you also gonna be gunning for her other hardware? Uh no, I'm not there yet. Like oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna like stay low and get what that's meant for me. What's what's my birthright? The AEW isn't mine. Queen of Asia first. The baby steps. Baby yeah, step. baby steps. Baby steps. Maybe I'll beat Nyla Rose to become number one contender. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility, but who knows? I don't think so, but yeah. Speaking of possibilities, like just this July, it was you, Trexus, and Andrew who was part oh, of Team yeah. Singapore in China for the WWE tryout. So, yeah. care to walk us through what happened? At first, like, how did you guys find out um, the tryout camp in China and then how was the experience like in China? I found out about it pretty much a month before I think like about a month and a half before the whole um, tryout and they, they came to Singapore like before then like so it was before Revolution X where we had a match like um, Riho, Crystal and I we had a match triple threat match in SPW and like uh, that was when the scouts were there. We kind of like we did the match like what we planned and everything. Like, can I even say that like we planned? I'm no, just kidding. It's like so the match went well, I guess. And like I guess we all impressed the coaches and and Canyon. So that was interesting to kind of like see how things pan out. Cause I actually didn't find out about like my tryout. Like I I, I got confirmed for it to. After I was back from Revolution X. Oh, so just straight from Philippines back to Singapore and then they say, hey. I think it's about a week after. I'm not quite... I can't really remember, but yeah. I remember it was like a little bit over a month because I decided to not drink alcohol okay. for a month. <laughs> that was torture. <laughs> but yeah, the, the trial was great. Like I mean, like we got to meet with so many people. We got to meet our old friends from like... Gatomo from like we had uh, Kao you know so from China was like a good friend of ours so like we just met up with everyone basically it's like a nice little reunion you know like with Hong Kong China Philippines Thailand and Singapore everyone's just like over there and then we got to talk to the China people too it was, it was fun I loved it I enjoyed it I, we made friends we learned stuff we, we got to work in a WWE ring which was awesome because the ring is massively big Way bigger than the usual rings too. Way bigger than this ring too. This ring that we're currently sitting on, it's bigger than this. So yeah. And like, I mean, to, to actually like have Coach Bloom and like uh, 
Coach uh, Brookside and Serena Deep, Coach Coach Deep too. So all three coaches were like there to like guide us at the same time with the assist of like the NXT superstars, Reina Gonzalez, Zaya Lee, and the China guys, Boa, Rocky, and wait, the, the finest. Yeah, the guy with the fine hair. Yeah, the yeah. finest. And I forgot his name, but the finest. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna remember him for the rest of my life. The finest. It was great it was great working with them because like we got to kind of do a little bit, like take some moves in here and there. I got to roll up the finers. His his hand was huge. Because we were like I was like giving him Irish whip. That sort of thing we were doing the Irish whip drill. And I was like grabbing onto his wrist and it was like massive, man. Like his hands just like clinked onto like easily could like he could have reached my forehand and like my hand was like slipping because I couldn't really get a good grip on his big wrist like he's big guy and I rolled him up and I got the three count and maybe that means I'm finer than the finest I'm sorry <laughs> I guess so but speaking of Coach Bloom I recall you watched the WWE when it was the height of Matt Hardy, Rey Mysterio. Oh, so, so you'd remember him as A Train, the big TNA, guy, yeah. and TNA. Yeah, yeah, TNA. Tris, Test, and Albert. Yeah, that was awesome. Like to kind of see him that and like came back as Tensai. Like seeing all these transitions that he's done like in his career, and to now being the head coach at NXT Performance Center, and then now like standing in front of us, like dude is huge. And he's like such a, he's like a big teddy bear. Like you just want to like just run up to him and like jump into him, and he's like, no choice but to carry you. <laughs> I want to do that one day if I like, really get to know him, and hopefully he doesn't like, throw me on the ground. But but he's great. He's like so sweet. From your tryouts, and now we're here. We're back in Philippines, rainy, trafficy Philippines. So the traffic is so long. I don't drive, but I, run, I really want to get like a motorcycle to just like cut through it all, man. Like just like waving through the traffic and like. So now that you're back here, what can they expect from you tomorrow? But then again, I don't know when this is gonna be released. So you're so here for first ever WUW show. I'm gonna whoop some asses. Like what I usually do in a ring. Someone's gonna get their asses whooped in all four corners of this ring. In the middle of the ring, every single corner. Like every single inch of this place in this ring. You're gonna see like ass. Just like splattered on around. <laughs> That's a very graphically weird way of saying shit. <laughs> like bodies on the floor. Yeah, just one body perhaps. I don't know. I'm just gonna like flatten her and like just break her. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> Maybe we'll see. We'll see. You've been at the business for like six to seven years. So. Six years. Yeah, six years in this business. Now that you're here, anything you'd wanna say to like anyone as who wants to be a wrestler in the future, like who wants to wrestle soon? Any advice you could give to them? I think the best advice would be like to keep your head low. Kind of like work your way up. Stay humble no matter like how far you go up the ladder or how many countries you've been to. It doesn't matter. Every country you've been to or every experience you get is just gonna like help you advance in your career. So no matter what other bullshit you've also been through, it's just gonna make you a tougher person. And this business is tough. You're gonna be as rock solid as a goddamn diamond. Right now like when you start out the business, you, you might be cold. 
like, you know, just cold. Chuckle. <laughs> so with all the pressure from this business, from all the, all the good things and the bad, it's just gonna like mow you into the diamond that you'll one day be to this business. And that is like, I think that's a very important thing for all of us because there's many times where we want to give up. Many times we want to like, just like throw in the towel. But like, you got to remember all the good things that also come with it. All the good things that you've been through and how it's all going to pay off one day. So yeah. Thank you so much. And final question. If you were given the ring and you can choose anyone to fight against you in the wrestling ring, who would it be right now? Easy. Mickey James. Oh, why, why? Was he, was he like your favorite oh, yeah. wrestler? She's like one of my favorites. She basically was the one that kind of like got me into like like when I was just starting to watch wrestling, like Mickey James was the one that kind of got me really hooked onto it. Besides Triple H, but you know, he's, he's, he's big. I just want to work with Mickey James because she seems like she's kind of semi-retired now. Yeah, like she's doing the announcing job. So like I really want to work her so bad. Finally, where can we see you online if you have the Facebook like page or anything you want to give a shout out to right now? Yeah, I have a Facebook page. You can search under Alexis Lee, Independent Wrestler. I have an Instagram handle, which is Alexis underscore freaking underscore Lee. You can catch her there, guys. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you in this episode. We'll see you tomorrow at the show where you see me whoop some asses all around this ring, including the referee. Who knows? (laughs) I did say, like, someone will feel the ref of the ref, you know? Yeah, yeah. Watch out, ref. Yeah, no one's safe. Then I'm going to be the referee for the next shows and stuff. Yeah, double duty. Yeah, we're here at the uh, meet and greet with Alexis Lee. But before everything else, we got the Machine Maverick Knight and we got David, uh, how do we call you, GK? GK, uh, David Ravenna. David Ravenna. And we're here to talk about the new kid in town, which is World Underground Wrestling. Philippines, the Philippines brand. It's starting tomorrow. As of this recording, it's going to be on October 5th. Their test show, it's in Brawl Spit, Bulusan, in QC. Invite only because we see there it's kind of limited. It's not like they're actually closing it off to the public. It's just that, you know, you can't fit everyone there. But in the future shows, I am hearing that there will be a bigger venue. Uh, yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, to be quite honest, I'm just going to put it out there. All of the people that were messaging us, all of the love they've been receiving through our own personal Facebook pages and in all our personal accounts, um, thank you so much for believing that our wrestling industry is alive and well here in the Philippines. Uh, it, this is an invite show, you're correct, because it's uh, the, the location is very limited, right? But hopefully by mid November or last uh, weeks of November, we can secure our main or a bigger venue to accommodate all of the fans. Thank you so much, David. And now let's go to one of the questions that was asked on your page. So, uh, Mr. Machine, uh, care to tell us the status of Art of War Wrestling? Yeah, just Machine, brother. But uh, yeah, AOWW uh, unfortunately came to an end. It's no longer functioning. It's a it's an avenue that we went down uh, 
hoping for bigger things, just life doesn't work out that way. So a lot of our roster members, again, we've, we've become very close. We've trained together. We've become brothers. We've become uh, sisters. So uh, some of that roster has moved into World Underground Wrestling, Philippines chapter. Uh, so we're starting a new chapter. So this new chapter, David, when did this new chapter, which is World Underground Wrestling Philippines, start? How can I put it? The short answer to how WUW started was it started as a heartbreak. A lot of people giving up. A lot of alcohol being used to drown people's sorrows. <laughs> and then somehow, somehow, some way, all of those people that were uh, sobering up, and then they said, hey, we need to fix our shit. We need to do the right thing. And then it's a culmination of all those. And then now we're going to have our show tomorrow. That's the short version of it. The long, the long version of it is me and then Mavs meeting up in Eastwood. The guy, this, this guy actually has a music video being shot at the time. And then he said, Hey, uh, I think a couple of our guys from AOW are still, uh, very much interested in pursuing a wrestling career. Maybe you can tap on those people. And then I got a call. I got a call from Razael. He's also one of the performers. Yes. Tomorrow. He told me, hey, um, are you still open to training in Bulusan, our previous gym? Said, yeah, sure, no worries. And then that was the first day that I met with Martin, our boss right now. And then he told me, hey, if you can organize your crew back, maybe we can have something happen by maybe no later by the end of the year. All right. And then coincidentally, um, Ken Cypher were, was actually in touch also with uh, Coach Gabay from Brawl's, uh, Brawler's Lab. Uh, much love to the people in Brawler's Lab. If you guys can hear me, you guys are awesome. Coach Gabay, salamat sa lahat na mga binigay mo sa amin. Um, it's actually two gyms, uh, Brawl's Pit and then uh, Brawler's Lab. The head of those two uh, businesses coming together and say, hey, maybe we can make this happen. And then that was the first meeting that hap that we had. Uh, me, Coach Gabay, um, Machine, and then also Martin. When all of those uh, sat down and we talked, hey, perhaps there's another way that we can have another wrestling promotion here in the Philippines. And then that later on grew. We actually experienced the same exact things that maybe MWF and PWR are experiencing, like getting um, getting investors to come in, uh, having the media team involved. How can we get our product out there is what I'm saying. All of the business uh, processes that you actually expect, not just in a business scenario, but uh, on the wrestling scene here in the Philippines. And then we uh, caught a break by having uh, contacts in the surrounding Asian community, wherein we secured Alexis Lee. And then also in the local scene, our MWF brothers came in. Remember that post with Tarek and then um, Mr. Lucha? It all boils down to having good people be rewarded with the hard work and all of the dedication that they put into it. It's like 110%, like maybe the guy upstairs said, hey, this is the time that maybe these people from AOWW deserves another shot. Okay, And then I'm not saying that those people that actually went to MWF does not deserve a shot. They're, they're actually uh, the ones that we're also pushing. Thank you, uh, Classical Brian Leo, for still uh, for being part of AOW before and now being part of MWF and other roster members maybe. I'm not sure, sure if other members will also be going to MWF, but thank you, MWF, for 
giving that opportunity to them. But for us that stayed and believed, WUW would be our platform. So how did you get in contact with uh, WUW, like the main base? Because I heard it's abroad, like not just in the Philippines, but also in Japan, in America, in Germany. Yeah. To be quite honest, it was the handiwork of uh, our boss, Boss Martin. Boss Martin made it possible that all of the five, I think uh, the, the first two first, uh, the Japanese and then also the America, the Austria branch, uh, they're the ones that actually uh, went in and pulled in the resources that, hey, uh, maybe we can have a UWU. Oh, sorry. I always mix that up, bro. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be flair at this interview. Woo. Yeah. They're the ones that pulled in their resources and said, hey, these people in the Philippines, they're, they are capable of having a wrestling show. Let's give them a shot. And that's how it happened. So speaking of that, you got some wrestlers coming here tomorrow. One of that is Ricky Fuji, who's famously known for frontier martial arts wrestling. One of the most brutal wrestling shows all anywhere in the world. So how does it feel to have someone like that and someone like Alexis Lee drop it? And I think you have a third foreign wrestler dropping by here for your test show. Humbling. That's, that's the best answer that I can give you, humbling. Because uh, if you would really look at it, who actually knows David Ravenna? David Ravenna came into the picture at Genesis. After that, silence. The, pa- the AOW page was, okay, I'm just going to use the word dead because it was used anyway. Uh, there was no uh, publicity involved, very minimal. And then on my page, even if I create that much noise, the impact of not having a show would take its toll, right? And then... To having this platform, having foreign wrestlers come in, Alexis Lee dropping by, even uh, yesterday, uh, she was kind enough to actually oversee our training. And then, yeah, she was there. She was looking, giving out pointers and stuff. That's really humbling to the point that someone like me, who's actually very green in the industry, would have that much exposure, that much uh, interaction with uh, people that have been in the industry for such such a, a long time. All right, so the show is tomorrow. Anything we can look forward to after the test show? Like, you know, who, who wants to hype up, like, what's going to happen after October the 5th? So, yeah, for October the 5th for Dojo Storm, you can expect pain. <laughs> so, of course, you know, uh, again, we've been through our, uh, our trials and tribulations. So uh, Dojo Storm is a culmination of that. Uh, and then after that, moving into uh, the following months, we do have our shows planned out. Um, so the mentality was, of course, to to set up uh, workshops or places that people can work. You know, not just with our promotion, but within MWF and PWR as well. And then, of course, outside the country. So we have our shows planned all the way until, uh, I believe, February. Right? And then, of course, we're not going to stop there. So you can expect more action and, and more, uh, 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 what's another word for action? Yeah, there you go, there you go. You can more, more action and more ass kicking. So, uh, yeah, there, there's a long future ahead. All right, so before we go, where can we see WUWPH on the Facebook and on other platforms at uh, social media? Who wants to take this question? 
we actually launched our own Facebook page. All of the uh, Twitter, uh, any other social media platforms were still in the works uh, because we're trying to have that partnership. Uh, to be quite honest, I think we're trying to unify everything. Instead of having a once one Facebook page for Woo Philippines, I think we're going to have everything with just the main page of Woo. And then with us, you can always... Uh, Touch base with us, uh, all of the wrestlers of Wu, uh, Machine, uh, David Ravenna, Razael, Ken Cipher, all of our main players, so to speak. And then to add to what Machine uh, said a while back, that this would be a full packed action, uh, kick-ass um, event. To those people that will see the show tomorrow and was also part of Genesis, all of our learnings from AOW, all of our learnings from Genesis as a whole, you're going to see it uh, manifest itself in this show. So if people get uh, tend to flinch a lot when people get hurt, this is not your show, I'm telling you. Cause, yes, because think of it this way. We saw it as a means to have wrestling an impact sport, like full contact. And that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, so adding to that, uh, there is a lot of pain that's going to be involved. Uh, personally, I'm looking to knock people out. Or submit them. I'm, I'm not going for pinfalls. So let's just let that be known. But also for those that are not able to attend the show in person, uh, we will broadcast the show as well, the entire show. So you won't miss out on, on anything. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, really? Uh, it's been like two, two and a half years of not getting in the ring. Too long. Too long. You see? Sa lahat ng taong naniwala sa amin, sa lahat ng mga pupunta bukas, expect that this pilot show will be will not be the end of everything. Uh, next next show, all of the succeeding shows, we're planning it already up until February next year, just like Mav said. Um, all of which will be properly channeled to our uh, social media platforms. Uh, all we're asking is just please bear with us. A little bit more patient and we're going to get there. You know, one last thing to add. So, yeah, since um, I've had to go through this uh, this trial of actually feeling like I wanted to walk away from pro wrestling, uh, all that pain and all that trouble and all that drama is going to get taken out on, on uh, St. Martin. Sorry, brother, if you're hearing me, uh, you're going to be the recipient of all this anger and, and, and all of this frustration, man. I'm just glad that's not me, Martin. That's another Martin. So whoever Martin that is, I know that's not me. No, it's not. So that's long not that it's not me, not <laughs> I'm safe. We can, I can actually release this episode because I know I'll be alive tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Maverick, and thank you, David. Wishing you guys good luck tomorrow. I wish I could be there, but I'll be there in spirit. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And again, I would like to give a huge thank you to SPW's own Alexis Lee, to WUW's own Maverick the Machine Knight, David, God Killer Ravenna, and also Mr. Martin for inviting me to interview them the day before the show, which is Dojo Storm at Brawl Pit Blue Sun. And if you guys are the lucky few who are invited to the show, you will see Alexis Lee. You will also see Ricky Fuji of FMW fame, as well as Chubahitsi Sansu. And don't be surprised to see some familiar faces from the local wrestling industry that will be special guests and special competitors in that test show. 
And yes, please stay tuned to their Facebook pages as they will be broadcasting the said matches, as they said in the interview. So guys, before I go, I'd like to say please support Jobber Talk by liking our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Jobber Talk. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter. That's at CH14, all letters, no numbers. We got other shows like Bodega Nights, Third World Linux, Third World Gaming, and Radio Norm. And that's it. On behalf of the show, my name is Martin. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.